Welcome to Truly Creepy with Brittany and Sarah. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm good now that you can actually see me. <laughs> I really enjoy being able to actually see you. Yes, it makes it a lot less awkward than just staring at a computer screen. It was really weird, especially when I was telling my story. <laughs> yeah but thankfully we got it worked out and thankful for amazon prime days for getting me a good deal on my new camera yeah it looks really good thank you so this week like i said before i'm doing like a spooky theme for halloween yes i am getting i'm ready okay it on me this week I'm doing the clown motel. No. So <laughs> my worst fear. And I know that I that's I'm gonna, gonna trigger. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna leave now. Um well it is an interesting story. So uh Okay. As long as you're not putting clowns up here for me to see on the screen, I think we should be fine. There's going to be no clowns for you to see here. Now, when we have to do our posts where we post pictures of the episodes, you will have to come in contact with a few a few clowns on that. Okay. But uh, I do have a creepy doll for you in the background. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. She says Waiting hello. Waiting on one of your children to appear in the background with a clown mask on. We don't have any clown masks because I would not trust them to not wake me up wearing a clown mask. Yeah, I know. That's why I said I'm <laughs> waiting on one of them to appear back there behind you. <laughs> so, so I'm um, thankfully we don't have that. It's a good so, idea. But we we do have a story that involves a lot of crazy back history going in before this motel. So I am going to <laughs> cough and then get straight into this. All right, let's go. The Clown Motel is a clown-themed motel, shocking, along (laughs) North Main Street in Tonopah, Nevada, and I really hope I'm saying that right, Tonopah, Nevada. It is referred, it has been referred to as America's Scariest Motel, which, I mean, it's a clown motel. I'm not surprised. Right, exactly. (laughs) The building is located adjacent to Tonopah Cemetery, where the father of the original owner is buried. And when it says adjacent, I mean, it's literally like you can like be staying the night in a couple of the rooms and it's literally out your window. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you you literally like are chilling in your bed and there's like a cemetery out your window. It's creepy. Yeah. Very creepy. It was named America's Scariest Motel due to its clown theme and proximity to the old Tonopah Cemetery. Many of people are terrified of the clown motel. I am one of them. Some of the murals in the rooms are sure to give guests nightmares. But don't worry, there are also happy clowns, which I don't know if there's such thing as a happy clown, at least not in my world. That creeps me out more than a scary clown, but okay. Yep, same here. They have a lot of them in the lobby. People from all over the world have ended up sending clowns, like little figurines and stuff like that, to the clown motel. And the collection in the motel 
and I believe this was in 2019, this article. So as of 2019, there's 2,050 clowns in the motel. No, 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 thank you. 2,000. I could never. No, no, not at all. Never, ever, ever. So let's get in. We're going to get into a little bit of the history behind like the land and everything like that. So in 1900, the story goes that a man named Jim Butler accidentally stumbled upon silver rich ore in Tanopa after throwing a stone at a donkey in frustration. <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't understand that. <laughs> I'm sorry. He threw a stone at a donkey and discovered he discovered he discovered iron rich ore because when he threw the stone at this donkey, which I don't I don't know if it was like his donkey or like donkey. This was just like a random donkey that just got like okay. the- if it wasn't his donkey, it's even worse. <laughs> I was imagining he was like riding this donkey and then he got mad at it and like got off to throw a tipper tantrum and threw. That, that's what I'm thinking, but it doesn't say, it just says that it's literally a donkey. So, I mean, <laughs> this poor donkey, no matter what, gets this stone thrown at it. And Jim Butler goes, oh, this is unusually heavy. And that's literally how he accidentally discovered this silver rich ore. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he originally leased out his claims and conducted and conducted collected royalties multiple mining companies were set up including the belmont mining company which was founded in 1902 and tonopah grew into a thriving mining community so if it was not for this donkey it might not have ever been discovered poor donkey poor donkey i hope he got a cut i hope so too because my goodness not only are you getting a stone thrown at you for maybe literally no reason but it's also heavier than normal because it's actually like silver ore so you know (laughs) poor thing and uh so now we're gonna go into the cemetery that's being built the uh famous cemetery that is next door which again Mm -hmm. is very liberal there because it's literally like not to be punny but a stone's throw away like it literally (laughs) (laughs) like right there it it was it was founded in 1901 but it was closed after 10 years oh interesting yeah among those buried are victims of the 1905 tonopah plague which we'll get into in a little bit as well as the 1911 belmont mine mine fire which again i'll get into a little bit and sheriff thomas logan who was shot while trying to save others in a local brothel so who knows what was going down there it's a lot of stuff happening out there it's a lot of stuff a lot of stuff among others there's also george quote-unquote devil davis which i'm guessing devil is just his nickname and he was the (laughs) you don't think his parents gave him that name i mean you don't think the quotation marks kind of lead me to believe that But you know what? If it was in 2022, I would not put it past someone to actually have give that middle name to their child. Let's be honest here. We we won't discuss your oldest child's middle name. Yeah, no. <laughs> won't. That is a whole nother story in itself. 
Exactly. For another day, friends. Yes. For another day, for sure. So George Devil Davis was the first African-American man in Tonopah. He was murdered by his wife, who shot him in the back, although served a prison sentence of only one year due to the extensive abuse he had inflicted upon her. So, so basically, literally, he deserved it. Yeah, basically, he deserved it. He, she was getting abused by him, and so she shot him and killed him. And they're like, well, we can't just kind of skip by this. So they gave her a year in, in jail, and then she got out. Also among the graves is Bina Veralt. I think I'm saying that right, of New York, who made national headlines after her and a friend made a pact to become wealthy widows and collected shoes and jewelry to today's value of over $2.5 million. What? $2.5 million worth of jewelry and clothes from men they'd seduced. Wow. Bina went on the run and ended up in Tonopah while she died of alcoholism. So that's some crazy stuff going on there. I mean, there's tons of crazy stuff going on and this whole thing. So we've got people dying from the plague. We've got a terrible house fire. We've got brothel fights that are killing officers. We have abusive men getting shot and killed. And we have these crazy one away seducing women that are dying of alcoholism then too, all in this little town. And this is in, and that's again, that is in 10 years, all that stuff that's, is happening. That's crazy. Yeah, a lot of stuff. So like I mentioned before, there was a plague in Tanupan that happened in 1905, and it was just when a terrible disease came and swept through. And the people that were affected by it started off with chest pains and ended up leading to death within a number of hours. And dissections oh, were wow. carried out. Yeah, really quick. So they took some of the bodies and they dissected them to try to understand what happened. And when they were doing that, they found that the livers of the victims were completely black and hard like stone. Oh. The cause of the disease was accepted to be pneumonia caused by poor sanitation. Don't feel like that causes your liver to turn black, but. No, but at the same time, I mean, it is 1905, so. It could have been what they presumed to be pneumonia back then. I don't really True. know what disease would make. Yeah. Well, they liver. were coughing. I don't know what that would have to do with your liver. Yeah, because your liver, there's got to be something, I'm guessing, kind of bacterial. Because, I mean, your liver is what filters. Yeah. So maybe there's some kind of bacterial that infection in the lungs and then because it gets absorbed by your lungs, it's going into your bloodstream, which is getting filtered, and it's just all collecting your liver, making it black. I mean, I that's that's my only guess there. I think yeah. that sounds like a great guess. We're just going to go with that because, you know, I watch Grey's Anatomy, so clearly I'm a doctor. Clearly. Obviously. So in 1911, there was the Belmont Mine Fire on February 23rd in the early hours There was a fire that was identified deep within the Belmont mine. Newspapers of that day reported that it started at the 1,166 foot level. So like deep down. Yeah. William F. Quote unquote, Big Bell Murphy was among the men who volunteered to go down and load up the miners. Down he went, returning to the surface with a cage of rescued men. 
For a second time, he went into the now smoke-filled pit to rescue his colleagues. Despite the fumes, he was determined to go down for a third time, but it took a little longer for the cage to return to the surface. Eventually, the cage emerged, full of weary men, but no Bill. One of, one of the semi-conscious men said he had fallen out of the cage on its ascent. Oof. His last known words before his final descent were, Well, boys, I've made two trips and I'm nearly all in, but I'll try again. Which is just a lot of it's a lot of words. It's a lot of words to say as you're falling, but (laughs) yeah, I mean, again, it's like a whole monologue. (laughs) This is uh, what 111 years ago, so through the grapevine, this might have been a little exaggerated. Yeah, in total, 17 men lost their lives that day, including Bill, who was 28 when it happened. His gravestone in the cemetery reads died while saving others there is a monument to bill and it stands outside the chinopah post office there's also a mural depicting his funeral procession on the side of a bar l western store a dash bar dash dash l western store i don't know what that is um this really reminded me of the movie october sky Mm mm-hmm I don't know if you've ever seen it with Jake Gyllenhaal. Maybe. And his dad works in a mine. Oh, okay. And there's like a huge fire or an explosion or something happens down in the mine. And his dad goes back down a couple of times to like try to help people out. So that just kind of like reminded me of that. That's a really good movie. If no one's seen it, you should go check it out. It's about this Jake Gyllenhaal. And I forget mm-hmm. what year it is, but... You know, he's in a southern town who's they're raised on football and, and sports and he's into science and rockets. And so it's just about him. It's re- it's really good. It's about him and his friends and that and his dad working in the mine. And it's it's really good. Anyways, little tangent there. So we've got all of that going on. We had the mine fire, the plague and all that stuff and that came through and basically filled up that cemetery. So after 10 years, they closed it. Oh, wow. Now we're going to jump up to 1942 when there was another mine fire. There were a ton of them mine fires in the area. Clarence Mm -hmm. David died in the Belmont fire of 42 and he was buried in the Tinopah Cemetery. And he just so happened to have a clown collection, which is where we start into the clown motel oh so fun so fun it's getting very dark behind you (laughs) it it is um i don't the clouds kind of went away there we go flip the light (laughs) on slowly (laughs) slowly getting darker and darker it's because we're slowly getting into the dark stuff of the story and so oh is that how you planned that you talked to mother nature and (laughs) I mean, obviously. You're like, okay, when I get to this point, I need the clouds to be covering the sun. <laughs> I just, I have that power. What can I say? So 1985 is where this story begins with the clowns. It's Leona and Leroy, who are Clarence David's children. They opened up a motel next to the cemetery where their father was buried and displayed all 150 of his clowns collections. Mm. And it was an instant hit, which 
I, I I don't even know how to process and break that down. I have so many questions. I have so many questions. Like so okay. many questions. First off, why? Why? I mean, why a hotel? Why a hotel? And why put it next to where your dad's buried? Yeah, that I don't I don't understand. I mean, if you're gonna use the clowns, which I mean, out of all the things that he could have a collection of clowns. Of course. Really? Of course. of course. So. And this is from like 100 years ago. So they're probably really creepy clowns. Exa- they're nothing like, I mean, if you even look back at like masks and stuff from Halloween from like the 70s, the 60s and 70s, they're horrifying. No. So no, no. in the 40s, I can't even imagine. I've seen some old pictures of old Halloween costumes from back then. And we'll post no. them. But they are, they, that no. They do not look like like costumes at all. No, it's just, it's a big no. Terrifying. So I understand them if they, I don't know why they wanted to do a motel. There might be more to it than I know. But, and I understand wanting to like honor your dad because he tragically passed away. But why do it literally right next to him? Yeah, that's really weird. It's really weird. And it's really creepy, and I just, I don't understand it. But that's what they did. He had 150 clowns of his own collection. They decided to display it in there. And in the 80s, 85, everyone just freaked out. Well, the 80s were a wild time. They were. For many reasons. Yeah. (laughs) So... We jump forward 10 more years, and now we're into 95. In 95, Bob and Deborah Perchetti bought the Clown Motel. A mild-mannered and benevolent gentleman, Bob's dedication and passion to his hometown shone through to all the guests who passed through the motel and took time to mention what a great host he was when leaving their reviews, which I have seen of them, seen some of them, and they all say that he's just like this wonderful person. That would just like take time and talk to you and was just very, very nice and very sweet. So that's good. Mm -hmm. Besides dedicating over two decades to looking after guests of the Clown Motel, he was, why did my notes mess up? He was the convention center director in Sinopaw, created the Jim Butler Day celebration, and was the first royal commissioner of the Nevada Division of Tourism. So he like just did a lot for the area oh good in butler day i think is pretty cool that they that did is pretty cool as well yes that is pretty cool because he was the one that you know discovered Tinopa. and i mean they should have said something to do with the donkey and that too but i guess we're just gonna look past that poor donkey poor donkey he deserves a memorial day he does he does now again we're gonna jump forward 10 more years and this will be into 2015 oh wow and this is when our favorite favorite show in the whole world went to the ghost motel to do an an episode i will not be watching i have seen it and it is absolutely horrifying i'm glad that you you took that for the team and yeah um you can tell me about it and it'll be like i watched it too it's it's Definitely my worst nightmare come to life. And Zach is also terrible, terribly afraid of clowns as well. Yes, I did know that. 
Yes. So this was like his own personal hell as well. When they brought, when he brought the crew to the town motel, they filmed the episode for Ghost Adventures. I have it in here somewhere as well, what episode it is. Scenes include a visual sighting of a dark silhouette, which I remember seeing it is like, it's not like a mist. Like it, it literally is like something in there. Okay. And it's not because there's no lights on. So it's not a shadow from anything. Yeah. Like reflection off of these things. A voice is heard saying, hello, it turned on when using a voice spirit box. And most famously, the hand of a large clown is caught on camera, moving off its leg entirely of its own accord. No. Which they are not the only ones that have caught that. I have watched three other paranormal investigative crews who have seen and witnessed the same Uh thing and caught it on camera. No. Yeah, it's... um. No. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It was after the episode aired that Bob Prochetti said things really started to take off, with people from all over the world donating their own clouds and booking their stay to see the spooky motel for themselves. One of the scariest things that was captured both on the Ghost Adventures episode, it is season 14, episode 10. Okay. And by another team known as Paranormal Voyages is that of a very spooky, unnerving, life-size clown doll that resides in the lobby known as Charlie. And this thing is horrifying looking. This thing is They should not be life-size. They should not be like... Nothing. Dolls don't need to be life-size. Clowns. Nope. No. That is what nightmares are made of. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. He sits on a chair and his hands seem to seem in both videos to be sliding off his thighs without any explanation or disturbance which i know it kind of sounds like oh well he's just kind of sitting with his hands like couldn't they just like slide up on their own yes but they have tried to debunk that where they put the hands back on him and zach stands right next to him and jumps up and down as hard as he can and it doesn't move at all oh that's weird so it's not like, you know, there's, you know, something kind of shaking and then because, I mean, this building was built in the 80s. So it's an older building. So sometimes, you know, they're bouncy, right? When you walk on wooden floors and things like that. But mm-hmm. they literally got, they walked all around it, got up right next to him, jumped up and down, didn't move at all. Oh, no, that's, no, no. Yeah. And the <sighs> thing is, is that it's not just been captured once. And it's not just been captured twice. I've seen it multiple times. So that itself makes it very substantial pieces of evidence because it's not like one person just kind of came in and just made the speculation or saw it. Like it's happening multiple times. When I put it on Patreon, I'll put in a clip from the Paranormal Voyages. um, And then you can see them like reviewing their footage and they go over a bunch of different stuff. And it shows that one of the clown hands moving. They also capture an intelligent communication from a spirit, which they don't know if it's attached to Charlie, or they don't know if it's inside of him, like living in him. No, this why we don't make things life size. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's there's something around Charlie. We don't really know what it is, but something's there. At one point, the voice even comes through the ghost box. Asking an attendee standing behind the chair to back up. Get out his space. Uh, yeah. Uh, clearly, he doesn't want anyone. Social distancing, people. You know what? I agree with that, though. There is a bubble, and you don't pop it. Mine is definitely six feet. 
Yeah. Same here. At least. Anyways, carry on. There is also a clip from Ghost Adventures episode of the moment they captured the doll's hand moving. I'll post that video too if you want to see it. It starts at the two minute and 30 second mark, but I'll post that for everyone. So this was in 2015. And then also in 2015, a writer called Christopher Sabella Sabella started a Kickstarter to fund a month-long stay in the motel to experience the supernatural for himself and write a comic book about his experiences. He checked in on the 30th of September, and you can get a copy of his comic book, I believe, on Amazon. I'm not quite sure where it is, but it's called I Lived in a Clown Motel, which is interesting to me. I wouldn't voluntarily go and live for a month in a clown motel but you can get it on amazon i just looked oh there we go perfect so yes you can go on amazon you can buy his comic i lived in a clown motel (laughs) the subtitle is a true story of the dumbest thing i ever did (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i would have to agree with that i i fully wholeheartedly agree yep i mean you said it yourself so I'm just agreeing with what you said. I mean, you said it first. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. Stupidest thing. I would never do that. I wouldn't even stay the night. Nope. In 2016, there is a short film called Clown Motel. Joseph Kelly directs it. Stranded in the middle of nowhere, a group of young people seek refuge to the Clown Motel, but they unwittingly unleash an evil clown spirit oh i've seen posters for it but how do i put this the best way it's been referred to like the sharknado of horror movies (laughs) so it's one of those like (laughs) comical satirical like okay they kind of look like they're trying to be serious but the whole time you're like this is a freaking joke right this has got to be a joke. So that's kind of the feel so that I'm a little Blair Witch esque. Yes. Oh, I actually know the person who knows the people that made that movie. They went. He went to college with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like the Blair Witch Witch Project though, but this one seems a little uh, out of the box. Shall we? Yes. Yes. In each their own, I suppose. I guess so. You know, hey, there's something for everyone out there. In 2017, after more than 20 years of lovingly looking after the Clown Motel, Bob Perchetti decides it's time to retire, enjoy some free time with his wife, his five daughters, three sons, and 14 grandchildren. A lot of, a lot of procreating. Yeah. Well, let's see if he has five daughters and three sons, so that's eight, and so 14 grandkids, so that's less than two per child. But for himself and his poor wife, who had to birth. Him him and his wife procreated a lot. A lot. Eight kids. No freaking thank you. No. (laughs) So guess what the asking price was for this motel when it went up for sale? 13 million. No. A lot lower than that. The actual asking asking price. I feel like, who was it? Bob Barker? The actual Mm -hmm. price. (laughs) Is nine hundred thousand dollars? Oh, that's like not that much for a motel. Yeah, for a motel. No. Yeah, no, it wasn't honestly. 
but they did have the strict condition that the new owners must keep the motel running and look after the clown collection. So they couldn't just like come in and be like, you know what, screw this. And I want to completely demolish the, I want to get rid of all these clowns. No, there was in a contract that if you were to buy it, like you, so had to keep they everything. probably wouldn't have sold it to us. Yeah, no, probably not. Cause I wouldn't be able to sign that and make that the huge bonfire <laughs> we would have. Yeah. Those clowns would um, meet their untimely demise. That's for sure. I don't know that it would be untimely. Um, uh, depending on who you ask, I feel like. I think it would be perfectly timed. I think it would be perfectly timed. About However, 24 hours after we signed the paperwork. Yep. If we could even last that long, honestly. Let's, let's be I just meant it. so the ink could dry. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. So we have that dumpster fire of the Clown Motel film. Now, again, I haven't seen it. So this is just reviews I've read. So if it actually is really good, I'm sorry. But this is just what I've, I'm speculating off of what's going on online. So 2016, we had just the dumpster fire Clown Motel, the film. Joseph Kelly decides that he wants to return in 2019 and direct a second film. Of course. And this one is a group of ghost hunters encounter a group of Las Vegas partygoers at the Clown Motel where the ghost of clowns turn everyone's stay into a violent nightmare. Oh, casual. So that's casual. I'm actually going to take a minute. I'm going to look up the reviews on this one because I don't think I saw very many reviews. Clown, if I could spell, Motel Spirits Arise. <laughs> So we got a 4.5 out of 10 on IMDb and Letterboxd, which I don't know what it is, got a 1.9 out of 5. And but 62% of Google users liked the movie. Interesting. And it actually has a couple people I've I've seen before in it. So that's interesting. Yeah, IMDb, it has 5,000 ratings and it got like less than 50%. Oh wow. The original one. 56% 56% of Google users liked. It got a better rating in IMDb, but again, it's very much like the Sharknados. Like for okay. it's so it de- it depends on how you're watching the movie. If you're watching it for suspense, you might not think it's that good, but if you're looking at it just for like pure entertainment value, you might like it. Yeah. Like, Again, Sharknado okay. is absolutely ridiculous. It's the stupidest plot line of a movie ever. However, I've seen it multiple times just because it is so stupid, it's funny. Okay. If that makes sense. So that's kind of the vibes that I'm getting from these movies. Okay. In 2019, the motel was finally purchased. So two years later. And it was purchased by the Mahar family from Las Vegas, who are experienced hoteliers with a wealth of experience from around the globe they are both dedicated and passionate about preserving the iconic clown motel and the growing world famous clown collection since taking over the property they have invested a lot of time and effort into improving the facilities and re-renovating the rooms the family have made many plans for the bright future of the motel it's honor to honor its legacy so it may be preserved for generations to come okay so this now we're going to get into the ghosts and the spirits that are around the motel. 
Guests to the motel have reported odd laughter throughout the corridors, and according to Prochetti, one of one man claimed to wake up to a full-bodied clown apparition. No. No. Right I said no for me, dog. Right now. Hell freaking no. That's a let's pack up our bags and leave right now. No. Exactly. That's not even like, oh, that's scary. We got to leave here in the morning. That's a fuck this shit. I'm out now. Doses. Like regular regular clowns are scary enough. Then you make it as oh, a yeah. ghost. Like, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. no. no I'm going to nope right out of that place. And I can't even like climb out the window and run away because then I'm just in the cemetery. So, yeah. I mean, you're shit out of luck no matter where you go there. Uh, A housekeeper, Andra Seelk, it's been like no laughing matter to her. She doesn't take it very lightly when it comes to the spirits there. She's been quoting saying that when she got there, she just gets horrible, horrible anxiety. And she feels like there's something in the room with her. She also claims to have seen apparitions in the neighboring cemetery, which, again, makes sense. A lot of people die very horrific deaths that are buried there. So for them to still be there makes sense. Could I make a suggestion for her? Stage it out. Get a new job. (laughs) Seriously, the amount of people that stay at these jobs when stuff like that's going on, it's like... your job gives you anxiety because you feel like there are spirits following you around, you don't have to work there. Right. You don't. I don't know what the population of Tonopah, Nevada is now, but I feel like there's going to be enough places to where you could find some place else to go. And it's not like you have to quit and then wait for another job like stay there the population is only 2500 people according to a 2010 so i don't know why they haven't done it but there was a pandemic in 2020 yeah yeah okay that's true so it's a a small town but still i am sure there's someplace else or a neighboring a neighboring city that you could go to yes yes to get away from that the dogs agree. Something like that. <laughs> so I don't know like, what they're barking at. <laughs> they're barking at the clown that's apparently. Uh, um, don't tell me that because they're at my front door. <laughs> <laughs> they're barking at the front door. <laughs> Most likely that is the only place the dogs go to bark. So. Uh. In all honesty, it's probably just someone jogging by or something and they're just probably or someone walking their dog or something. Yeah. So like I said, during the investigation with Ghost Adventures, they were able to capture the EVP of a voice saying hello, it turned on, as well as the footage of the doll's hand moving off of it. No. Still a no. Still a no. Mist may show up. An apparition may show up. Says a clown motel night clerk, Merlina DeFore. I like to keep the television on at night because I hear voices. Again, you could find another job. Mm-hmm. But I mean, apparently this isn't freaking her out. She just doesn't want to hear their conversations. So she's like, oh, I I'll mean, just she doesn't want to eavesdrop on the ghost. I get it. Um, I would, I would probably do the same thing. Honestly, like one of those, like just... If I can't hear it, it's not there type of Mm -hmm. situations. 
I'm kind of with her on that because it's not, it's not doing anything to me. I'm not having anxiety like the other one. I'm not, you know, I'm not feeling like I'm being watched or anything. I'm literally just hearing them talk. So let me just drown it out and let them do their own thing while they leave me alone. So when people ask the, the workers and the owners which rooms of the motel are haunted, um, they 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 rattle off a, a list and it pretty much includes every single room at that hotel. I mean, maybe they could just say, well, this one, this one, and this one aren't haunted. That seems like the more logical answer. Instead of having to give all the numbers, just say, you know what? These two aren't. <laughs> Have fun. Overnight guests experience especially strange incidents in the room 108, 109, 210, 215, and 217. So that's quite a few of them. Bathroom doors open and close. Voices whisper after dark. In one case, a group of four women reported a ghost in the bathroom who actually offered to fix the toilet. (laughs) Can you imagine being dead and still, like, having to work? (laughs) That's the kind of ghost I want around. Like, you're going to be here, like, at least you're being efficient and you're nice and you're trying to help me out. Like, I could get behind that. He's trying he's trying to hold his keep. He is. You know, you, you know, rent ain't cheap. And if you can't make money, at least you can put in some labor to try to pay back your dues. That's all I'm saying. So now we're gonna get into I've got I've got information on three of the rooms that I just talked about. Okay. Room 801, because they have they have a lot of themed rooms in here, shockingly enough. Room. The themed hotel has themed rooms. It does. Okay. I mean, I know that that's just like totally off the wall, but that that actually lay it on me. <laughs> room one hundred eight is the it room, which oddly enough is like one of the only clowns that doesn't scare me. I love Pennywise. I love the it movies. Mm-mm. They're incredible. I saw the it movie when I was like super young. Now I have heard that the new it movie is really good. But I saw the original It movie when I was little, and um, I was way too young to be watching it. And I already had a fear of clowns before that movie, so that did not help. You know, Bozo the Clown always terrified me. Oh my god, Bozo the Clown is so creepy. Bozo is super creepy. Pennywise freaked me out for a little bit, but honestly, like, I love that movie. I bought it on VHS. Like, I, I still have it somewhere. I have the new movies, the new Ant movies. They're so good. They're I heard that good. the new one is better than the original. I think I like the original just because of the nostalgia factor of it. But the new one is very good. So this is probably one of the rooms that I'd be okay with staying in, except for the fact that it is the most haunted out of all the rooms. And you have to walk through, like, the other rest of the hotel before you yep get to you, it you hear past the life size past clown the, in the lobby charlie is in the lobby so when you go to check in you got to see charlie no matter what so again no for sorry me. charlie and you can't even wait outside and wait for someone to that was good by the way 
you can't, <laughs> you can't wait outside for someone to check in for you because then you're standing in a cemetery. So it's like, it's a you lose know, lose. There's, there's lots of really bad decisions made. There's lots. All right. So lay it on me. What happens in the it room? Allegedly, an older man passed through Tonopah on his way to Vegas, requiring back surgery. Sick and needing rest overnight, he stopped at the Clown Motel. That night, he uh, that night passed, and the man uh-huh. is said to have stayed within room 108 for a total of six and a half hours. Eventually, his health is- issues escalated, and an ambulance was called. The moment the ambulance left and hit the highway bound for Vegas, he passed away. Some say that his spirit still lingers in the room that he called home. Oh, no. Okay. I was wrong. It was not six and a half hours. It was six and a half years. What? So this man. Did he just get lost on his way to Vegas and decided to live in the it room? I mean, apparently either that or his back was so bad that he literally went there and like laid down for the night and then just like couldn't move like he just couldn't get there anymore so he just stayed at the hotel but yeah that night he got there he stopped was trying to go to vegas for his back surgery and he ended up staying for six and a half years because of his health issues he couldn't go anywhere and eventually they got to the point where they needed an ambulance and when the ambulance came and got him he passed away on the way to the vegas hospital and so because of that and because how long he stayed in that room, they think that his spirit is still there. Okay, that makes way more sense. Way more sense. Way more sense. Yeah. Six and a half years. That sucks um, that he died. Yeah. I just looked it up because I was curious. The Clown Motel is three hours and 15 minutes from Las Vegas. Okay, so, so it's still a quite a bit of a... So he still would have had quite the journey. And again, if he's going for back surgery, it could literally have just been one of those, like, I've made it here and my body just can't handle it anymore. Yeah. And he was stuck because he couldn't drive back because his back hurts and he couldn't drive there because of his back hurts. So mm-hmm. it just ended up in this weird limbo at the motel. Yeah. And it doesn't say what year it is either. So I don't know, like, what era this happened in but yeah. anywhere from 85 to the present is when this happened so and that happened in the it room then we have room 210 suffering from chronic and undiagnosed back pain for several years an arizona man stopped from the clown motel to rest while on a lengthy trip he woke up the next morning better than he had felt in years with little to no pain at all convinced the spirits of the hotel were healing him He stayed in the hotel again for six years again, and he passed away in that hotel room, which was 210. Okay. What are these people doing stopping at the Clown Motel on their way to get back surgery? I feel like there's something there that's just drawing in these people. Live in a motel for six years. Six years. So like the I one think, guy apparently wasn't leaving his bed. How was he paying for the clown motel? I have no idea. I have no freaking idea. Unless he got like, what is it? Like not Medicare, unless he had like disability or something that he was getting for his back Yeah, problems. but depending on like when this was, 
Right. What do you do? Change his mailing address to the clown motel? Like, <laughs> because it's not like anyone could bring him. If they brought him his mail, they could take him with them. Exactly. So I don't know about that. Now, I feel like maybe this dude that was in no pain, so he started staying there. I feel like his is more like um, he didn't want to jinx it. He a got placebo. to the motel. Yeah. And maybe the one that passed away in room 108 was helping him because he had back issues. So it's like he was helping heal this new man's back problems because he had suffered from such bad back problems while he was there. So maybe he just like was trying to help him from the other side. I don't know. I don't even know if that's possible. But I feel like he just didn't want to jinx it. He goes to this hotel and he feels great. And he's like, oh, well, I don't want to leave here then. Like if this is actually making my back feel better. So he ended up staying. So weird. It's so weird. So weird. And then here's another one. Years. People go here and they they stay for years. So I don't know if there's some type of like weird time warp where people just like lose all sense of time. And so they don't feel like they've been there that long. Like I know that that sometimes can happen, especially if there's like malevolent spirits around or something like that. Where like, yeah, people literally just lose track of time. And that's happened to Billy a lot on Ghost Adventures where he'll be missing for like two hours and they find him and they're like, dude, where the hell are you? And then he's like, how how long has it been? And they're like, you've been missing for like two or three hours. And yeah. he's like, bro, it felt like 15 minutes. So, I mean, stuff like that happens quite often. So I don't know if this is just one of those things where, okay. Also, it's a mining town. There's minerals. There's things all over the town like that. Minerals can get in waters. It can make you hallucinate. It can make you have different mm-hmm. different bodily things happen. If yeah. it's getting built on top of there, I mean, there could, there's a lot more energy and I forget magnetic fields. There's a lot mm-hmm. of magnetic fields that are connected to these mining towns. And there's probably a lot of ley lines that go through there. I know there's a lot of them out West. All of these things put together could just be yeah. making this some kind of like magnetic force where people go in here and then they don't realize how long they're really staying there. Yeah. So with all that being said, now we go to room 214 and a man named Melvin Dumar came to the hotel for an overnight stay, but didn't end up leaving for three years. So another one. I don't get it. It is said that a spirit took a liking to him and would visit the room looking for his friend. Frustrated that he is gone, the spirits cause the lights to flicker. A guest who stay in 214 report personal items being moved or disappeared entirely. Like they're just stealing your shit and going on. All right. I mean. Yeah. So, I mean, we've got a total of 15 years that people are steadily staying here in total. So I don't, I don't understand that. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it either. There's something weird going on there. The ghosts seem like a benevolent feature around the motel, occasionally meandering over to the uh, graveyard to simply hang out. Many do some pro bono plumbing work, apparently. <laughs> you know, you got to help out where you can if you're going to be living there. Right, exactly. They know that tourists who seek out the motel want to be scared. So they've learned how to like play into that. And they the, the, apparently, you know, the, the people are like, oh, well, people won't be scared. Well, let's just make it extra scary by making some themed rooms. So they mm-hmm. have a Friday the 13th room, a Halloween room, an exorcist room, and the it room. So a lot of crazy rooms. I would want them to add a nightmare on Elm Street because that's my favorite oh. slasher movie. 
Yes, that's a, that would be a good one. That's a good one. If they, especially if they do Dream Warriors, because mm-hmm. I mean, you're sleeping in this room, Dream Warriors. I think that that's one of my favorite of the the collection as well. There has so, like I said, there was that one paranormal group that went in. There was Ghost Adventures. There's also an episode of it on Paranormal Caught on Camera, season three, episode twenty-two. They talk about the clown again moving. Then I've got, so they have reviews on their website. If you go to the Clown Motel, again, a lot of them are just silly, funny little ones um, that you don't really believe. They're just being punny and they're being silly. I've seen pictures of the rooms now that they've re-renovated it and it's really pretty on the inside. Granted, they did say that now like the parking lot's pretty tore up, but I mean, if you're re-renovating and you have equipment, like that's that's going to happen. Well, and I'm sure that renovating did not make the ghost very pleased. So absolutely not. Most of the time spirits, they just, they don't like change. And especially when it comes to doing things like that, like at Bobby Mackey's, he took that Mm -hmm. huge crack when he was going to be building in there as a sign to not mess things up. That's happened to mm-hmm. one of my friends who they had to re-renovate her house because there was a tornado that came and like literally picked it up off the foundation and twisted it and then landed back down. So they had to completely redo the house. And the woman that passed away in the house was just not into it. She did not like that. And so she is really mad and she lets that be known. She definitely cool. let it be known when they were rebuilding. So all that to say, I have... One of the reviews, and this is from 2022. This is from September 2022. So, oh, wow. recent. so very recent. I'm not going to say her whole name, but it was by a woman named Ariana. She said, I am terrified of clowns. I stayed there and I was traumatized the whole night. I couldn't sleep the whole night. I only stayed eight hours because I went out to check out the cemetery and I saw something. I only went because I saw YouTubers stay, stay there. I'm not going back. Oh. Yes. Okay. There is a lot of speculation around the hotel. Some people think that the hotel itself isn't haunted, but its proximity to the cemetery is what makes it haunted, that they're not attached to the actual I motel. I could see that. Yeah. They're not attached to the actual motel. They're attached to the cemetery. However, there have been a lot of deaths that happen in that motel. So mm-hmm. it could be, to me, half and half. So... Yeah, I could definitely see it being the spirits that are in the cemetery that's, you know, basically on the same grounds. Right. Exactly. So that is the Clown Motel. Well, it wasn't as bad as I was expecting. Yeah, it really isn't. I am largely unscathed. Until you see the pictures. And then that that adds a whole nother level to it. I will just... Drink some wine before I <laughs> text me when you're ready and then I'll send them to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have one more episode before Halloween. And I can't do that for you. Excuse me, Siri. We weren't talking to you. That was incredibly rude. She just barged in. And she was rude. She was very rude. How dare her? I have one more episode for Halloween. This is going to be the biggest doozy out of all of them. Has a lot of dark history. Has a lot of dark things that happen. But I will give everyone one hint. 
It involves Post Malone. <laughs> so have fun figuring that one out. <laughs> oh, that'll interesting. It'll be interesting. Yep. Uh, and we will have my two Halloween episodes as well. And then we have our one special episode that when this comes out happens the same day happens the same day happens that night so it happens if you're listening to this when it comes out it is happening at 6 p.m today today eastern time eastern standard time 6 p.m over on twitter go to at truly underscore creepy there's the pin message that has all the information on it you scroll a little bit down on the Twitter, there's also where you can set a reminder. So you'll actually get an alert right before the Twitter space starts. We are doing Wild Wild West themed paranormal and true crime stories. It's going to be very fun. It's very exciting. It's our first live. So I cannot wait for that. And yeah, it'll be when this comes out tonight. So you can hop on over to Twitter. Very excited to be a part of that. Yes, me too. You can also find the information for that on our Instagram, which is at Truly Creepy. And that is linked to our Facebook, which if you just search Truly Creepy Podcast with Brittany and Sarah, that comes up as well. And the information is on there. You can also write us an email and tell us any cool listener stories you want to tell us, any cool experiences that you've had at any of the places that we've talked about any true crime or missing person stories that you would like Brittany to cover, you can email us at trulycreepypodcasts at gmail.com. We love to hear from you guys. We have a bunch of listener stories compiled, so hopefully here soon that we will have that episode out. I mm, did yes. talk. I did talk to one of the devs, and we can record our Twitter space, and I will oh, get awesome. a recording of that. So that will be on our Patreon for all patrons. Everyone will be able to listen to that, which will be super, super cool. Be sure to share us with your friends and rate us if you could, please, on Amazon. Not Amazon. Well, I think you can on Amazon. Apple I think Podcasts, you can on Amazon Music. Yeah. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify really helps us get out there for more people to see. Yep. So we appreciate you guys for sharing and for rating us. And I think that's everything. I can't wait to see some people on that space tonight. Me too. We are looking forward to seeing you guys and telling some cowboy stories. We'll talk to you next time. Keep it truly creepy. Bye.